Go Loud. Podcasts, radio and music to your ears. This week, our guest on the main episode was actor and writer Mark O'Halloran. Now, Mark has many, many credits, my goodness me. Rialto, mm-hmm. Adam and Paul and Garage, of course. And he, he ruined it all by coming on our <laughs> podcast. Ah, <laughs> I mean, he was extraordinary. So we kept chatting after Mark left and here is our home episode. Oh, Were you surprised by anything Mark said? I was surprised by most of what he said because he was so honest, so uh, so funny. So I knew he'd be articulate, but to share that really personal stuff about Tom was really beautiful. I thought wasn't it? I think he's one of our greatest writers. Like I really have. I rate Adam and Paul with Beckett, with uh, Christine Dwyer's Hickey, with you know Joyce, Mm. with all those people. Like. It's very like Ulysses as well. It's yeah. all done in one day. And it's kind of cultish as well, isn't it? It starts yeah. off as a kind of a cult movie. Yeah. And as you say, as the decades go by, it'll just become a really important piece of work. It really is. Yeah. And it's it's so profound. It's such a, um, a hard time out there for anyone on the streets that Adam and Paul, you, we should return to it all the time, watch it and regain our compassion for... There's an amazing scene, you know, I suppose it's an example of how low can you go when you're, you know, you're an addict. And it's when the two of them, they they, uh, they decide to rob and mug a little Down Syndrome fella, if you remember that scene, Catherine. It was extraordinary. Yeah, oh my God, that's oh. awful. And then the yeah. when they meet the Bulgarian guy, it's hilarious. Yeah. That actually brings it right back up and they're like Lauren Hardy in that situation. <laughs> or waiting for Godot. It's like yeah. waiting for Godot. Completely. Um, I actually watch uh, Adam and Paul all the time. What kind of film do you like to return to? Honestly, if it comes on, it, it's usually around Christmas time and it's The Wizard of Oz. Really? Yeah. Is that your... And why? Abs- um, I think it's that moment in your life. I remember when my life stopped being black and white and it became colour. Wow. Because it was suddenly, I, I suddenly had a sense of independence. I, I left Belfast. I got out of the house I was in. Yeah. I, my granny had just died. I was living with her. And suddenly London was about to come calling. I, I also started really being a singer. Like yeah. really knowing that I think maybe, uh, Kenneth Branagh might have robbed that off you because he... The opposite. He I'm does it like in Belfast. It. Well, no, he does the opposite in Belfast. <laughs> oh, does he? The film starts in, uh, in, in it's amazing, it starts in colour. Okay. And it goes into and black then, and white. Oh, yeah, wow. it's actually very clever what happens in that film. The Wizard of the Falls Road. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, absolutely. But yeah, I think my return to is oh my god, I I love movies. But one of my favourite movies of all time is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. When I return to that, just the writing, the dialogue. Oh, Jack Nicholson is yeah. so hot in it as yeah. well. He's so gorgeous in it. He's uh, anti-society. The characters are all like kind of, I mean, Jesus, there's pronouns, there's disabilities, yeah. there's different nationalities, there's, you know, everybody is is a cusp of society member in that movie and, and I love it for that. And mental illness being a mental, subject yeah. for, for a movie was a really movie. ahead of its time. Wasn't it? Yeah. So I think that's my go-to movie. Good choice, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, yeah. yeah. Do you have a favourite Marco Halloran? Piece um, of work. Definitely. Um, um, Adam and Paul is my favourite, but Garage. Yeah. I, I actually auditioned for Garage. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I auditioned for a part of one of the women in the pub, and Mark mm. was really, really kind because um, it was my first time to meet Lenny Abrahamson yeah. as well. And Mark and I were. Uh, in Panty Bar probably and he said oh you can audition and I went you're so kind you think I can audition for one of your movies you're amazing so I went and auditioned I didn't get it somebody from um, I don't know some big star in England got it the scene where he backs into the river towards you know that scene I don't want to give too much away but that I just that that stays with me forever that scene and and so Mark is he seems to be one of those writers that without saying it he says something very important. And the deep. silences in Ex- Mark's film. and Lenny's work. Yeah. The silences 
are just they're, they're little yeah, novels in each of those are. silences mm. and I just love their work and they're they're um the, uh, Lenny directed Garage as well and he directed Adam and Paul and yeah. he's going into the Sally Rooney with Mark and I think they're their relationship is really strong. It it it's, sounds to me that Mark can make very good relationships, both in in uh, romantic relationships yeah. and artistic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. He's got it all. I think that's very important in his world. Weren't we lucky to have him as a guest? What an oh, amazing yeah, guest. Amazing. It was amazing. And it was just like, he's one of my all-time heroes, Marcus. Mm. And if you ask me who I look up to in the scene, he's one of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I love the literary world as mm. well. And sometimes it's hard when you're out and it's like, ain't no mountain high enough. And you find <laughs> him in the corner and you can have a little chat about a poem or you can have a little chat about... Well, he's my neighbour. He, yeah. he lives in my neighbourhood. So I, I would often bump into him on the street and he's always up for a wee chat. He's always, like I say, he's always got a vinyl record under his arm that he's just bought. So we talk about that. And he's often suggesting music for me to listen to and vice versa. How dare he suggest music for you, Brian Kennedy? I'm <laughs> joking. So, Brian, you also, you know, wangle your way into films, of course. You wangle your way into everything. Your soundtrack was on what movie was it? It's it, it Meg Ryan and Andy Garcia. There's a movie mm. called When a Man Loves a Woman. And it's actually about the, the how alcohol destroys a family. And he's going over uh, the San Francisco Bridge. And it's then that he remembers what he loves about Meg Ryan, oh. what he misses about her. And I sing Van Morrison's Crazy Love in that movie. Oh, and fantastic. let me tell you, as a little boy from the Falls Road, yeah. suddenly finding yourself in a cinema as part of a Hollywood soundtrack uh, of a massive movie like that, I'll, I'll, I think I'll never get over it. It was just one of the most... Uh, and also, I didn't know it was coming in the movie, so I kept kind of leaning forward going, is it now? Is, is it, it now? now? Is it now? And then once How I finally exciting. relaxed, suddenly it came on oh, and I wow. nearly fainted. So yes, it's um, it's one of my greatest kind of things that I think about. I just think, geez, fair play, boy. You're on, oh. you're on the Well, I did think movie. I was Meg Ryan when I was a teenager, so I suppose... Yeah, I did. I bought those little round uh, blue glasses she had in the Doors movie yeah. and went and to you a faked orgasms as well. I faked orgasms. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm very good at faking an orgasm. Well, you've got to be, haven't you, in this day and age? <laughs> Men can fake relationships. Women can fake orgasms. Oh, yes, that's right. That's true. I often quote you something close to that. Exactly. <laughs>